You're listening to The Mando Show, a weekly podcast and review of Disney Plus' The Mandalorian. This week we're doing a Mando rewatch, watching The Sanctuary. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mando Show. We are here watching Chapter Four, Sanctuary, with commentary. Us, with commentary, the four of us all together watching this for the whatever nth time, but together for the first time. And we're going to talk over it and try Aww. not to get sucked into watching it because it is such a good show. I know Dead Air doesn't make for good podcasts. But gosh darn it, we love yeah. this show. So, so anyway. I've been, I've been getting rid of some of that, though. Most of it. We're trying. Uh, Joey has been working. We've been make, making this poor guy work overtime. But before we start talking about Joey, let's talk about the guy to the left of me is... Udi Alvarado, Star Wars fan and podcaster. Sweet. And my brother. Yep. Aw. Uh, Only as a cherry on top. Yay. All right. And across <laughs> the table from me is the one, the only... Joey, podcast editor. Joey speaker, Joey, he has come a long, long mm-hmm. way, and he's a very busy man. Yep. And then, again, the only one and only to the right of me is Chad, the resident Mandalorian. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> that is that is all we need. Yeah. Yep. That's right. We don't no, need no we don't need helmets said. or anything. Yeah, he, he, That's right. yeah. No helmet. Don't no, bring that. Don't bring that. Yep. Don't need it. All right. So, chapter four. Is that a baseball joke? Who are you? I am Helmet. Lord Helmet. All right. Um, Every time I hear, every time I read the sanctuary, I always think of sanctuary. I don't know why. It goes in my head. Hunchback. Notre Dame. Sanctuary. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, this is the first episode that we all noticed. You didn't introduce yourself. Oh, well, man, I'm excited about this show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to go here. All right. And this, this guy talking way too loud right now is Derek. Alvarado, father of two, two, father of two. I do have two of them. It is two. Uh, tattoo artist and Star Wars fan for life, and so excited about more Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I can barely contain myself. Anyways, yep. Sanctuary, Chapter Four. This is the first episode where we start out without seeing Mando at all. He's not involved in this opening cutscene. Opening cutscene, right? It's a completely different planet. He's not even anywhere near it. Um, but is this all volume, guys? This is all in volume. Do we? What do we think? Yeah, I think the water's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe this not. is probably one where I could see them doing this entirely yeah. on scene. And yep. I think when you when they see some of this in the gallery, I think it is its own set out of the volume. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing you got to think about is the water, mm-hmm. and you're like, would it be easier to dig create, into the yeah, volume or, or, or make just a, go or build else? or build up and make a pool, or do we go find it? And I agree with Chad. Yeah, we, we do yeah. see it as a as a full set uh, during the gallery. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, most of it. I don't know if it's an outdoor set because there were some scenes shot outside, but I think it's mostly a set. Then with like the volume around it. Hmm. So, but again, with a show, you can't tell. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. right? That's the that's the awesomeness of the technical expertise they brought to this whole thing. Well, the one thing right from the gate, tonally. I mean, other than Mando not being there tonally, it is completely different, and we you can feel it like 
with right the, away with the music and yep. the atmosphere. Right. Every, and and yeah. it's interesting to see that this is a village that is a sustaining village. And the way they show that it's that type of village is because there's no tech sitting mm-hmm. around. It's all or very like little. They're little robots helping them. Right, mm-hmm. right. But most of it looks like stuff that is would be harvested out in the forest, stuff like that. Everyone's wearing clothes that's dyed about the same because they all have the same materials that are to them, which is as we, we see the the shrimp or the krill or whatever it is that they make the spotchka out of. Um, if so, I could find some shrimp that you could turn into alcohol, I'd be all over that. There you go. Uh, Clamato, you're welcome. Ew. Ooh. No. Woof. <laughs> anyway, so. Foul. Seeing the I how, wasn't saying I enjoyed it. I'm saying that's what it was. <laughs> but but again, this is going back to a Western, that little farm town, you yep, know, right. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, this is. Looking for a hero. Going deeper cuts. This is the Akira Kurosawa's mm-hmm. Seven Samurai, yep. which then became the Magnificent Seven in mm-hmm. Westerns, which yep. is pretty much what this episode is. Except instead of seven samurai, you get one Mandalorian and one rebel shock trooper. Mm-hmm. And kind of a badass widow. Yeah. Yeah. But even so, now we have the attack coming in. But even before that, the soundtrack to accompany mm-hmm. the peaceful village was, you know, like the light acoustic. It was, oh, everything's peaceful. Yeah. And then very much in, in turn with what Ludwig's been doing with everything else. You know, the first shot comes, the smoke comes in, even the lighting dims, the sound changes, everything mm-hmm. on set changes. Yep. The entire mood completely changes. Yeah. Any of the raiders come charging into the village. Yeah, I think these are the uh, reject orcs from uh, Lord of the Rings. Right, yeah. yeah. The leftover. I yeah. saw the leader, I'm like, I don't know from what species what I... that is, but it looks like an orc. Yeah. He even uh, had like, that white hand on his face. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> oh, there goes another droid. I do know that this um, particular scene that they they fall back into they fall into with the peaceful village and the raiders attack and all that stuff is such a um, cornerstone of so many stories, not just in mm-hmm. movies but video games too. Mm-hmm. It gets used a lot, and you have somebody that either comes to save them or help them or. Somebody comes out of the village, of course, obviously, yeah. this one. This is like your quintessential RPG game kind of quest storyline. <laughs> yep. yep. But every medieval Robin Hood movie, too, mm-hmm. All and that, yeah. westerns, All that. samurai stories. So very easily identifiable and um, identified with. You know, people get it. They, get yeah. it. they understand it right away because so, they, they've seen it, especially if they spend any time watching anything. Interacting with any entertainment. And even though there's no word spoken by any of these characters, you just see from, again, the emotions and the way they do the cinematography with their faces. Like, there's a strong connection built to the mother character and the daughter character already, even though we've seen them for five seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. And and also, then with the, the fourth chapter, I mean, we, we've brought it up every episode so far, but when the logo pops up, I, I love... Because it's so different from Star Wars. Uh, I love that little in- interlude, or is that what it's called? Yeah. Kind of leading into mm-hmm. it. And then just, you know, the, the zoom in on the mom and the daughter, then boom, the Mandalorian's yeah. like, all right. You know, it's, I don't know, just especially for Star Wars, I, I really dig that. Because even with, like, the animated, you get the logos first, like the show, you know, Clone Wars, Rebels. But you get the music done. Yeah, everything. But the way this, I mean, it draws you in before it kind of like, all right, now. It was kind of a shock when we when they did it. In Rogue One without the crawl, mm-hmm. but rewatching Rogue One, like it's better without the crawl. I agree. Like a lot of the Star new Star Wars media, it's better without the crawl. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, I agree. Razor Chris. Uh, Razor Chris comes rolling in. We see <laughs> the child and Mando sitting there. Cooing again. He's little. Those robotics guys <laughs> getting in some work on the side right now. Bodies moving, heads moving, ears moving. Three people doing all that. So but by this time, you know, we're like, okay. Oh, you this... Know, this is the, the world is literally. <laughs> it was like, uh, what can I push and get in trouble? Yeah. How far can I take this until he notices? The, the world right now is already crazy for Tiny at this mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And, and right. so we're like, oh, you know, this is a Mandalorian and all this, all this people's coming yeah. to Tiny. But then throughout this episode, like, you know, I'm kind of, I don't say getting tired of this little guy, but then he d- does a single of the buttons. Classic. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the best kind of like Star Wars comedy, like Han Solo. It's not forced. It's just like a natural comedy. And this episode in particular yeah. has quite a few moments of mm-hmm. him doing exactly. some stuff. You're like, man, these. I mean, they, we'll get there, but the stay here, stay yeah, right here, uh, do not move. <laughs> but the uh, push the button, don't push the button, turn around, try and <laughs> just look at that look. Yeah, <laughs> just he's fifty, but he's still a child. And yep. <laughs> he might be thinking, I'm fifty, I'll do what I want. You're the youngling to me. I don't know what mm-hmm. you're you're telling me what to do. I'm older than you. And the videos coming out on uh, social media after this was hilarious because. He would hit a button and it was playing like uh, they see me rolling, <laughs> like yeah. he's fl- he's flipping the radio and mm-hmm. stuff. And they kept, yeah, those were hilarious. Yeah, the memes coming yeah. out after <laughs> this episode were gold. Good job so, about the puppeteers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, John Favreau's model passing by, <laughs> <laughs> also known as the Razor Crest. <laughs> 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 Guillermo del Toro told me if you build a practical set, you get to take it home. Yeah. <laughs> And I love these kind of shots when, you know, it's the upshot of, you know, the village and stuff. And you see the Razor Crest flying over them. And... Mm-hmm. With the music going, yep. And at this point, we're, you know, completely drawn in with the themes already now. Yep. Yeah, I think at this point, we're all like, okay, music, good. We like, we want more of. And just those shots in the cockpit with the lighting, knowing that's all from the volume, like, it's just so good. So natural, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, like, it's and, weird having such good natural light coming from a source that isn't natural they're not light. really... Yeah. yeah. I mean, not just isn't yeah. isn't natural light, but, like, they're not, like, really trying or focusing. They're just like, hey, let's have this natural light scenery in the background, and then that's just what it is. Like, yeah. it's not oh like they God. have to go, okay, change this this light here for this camera angle here. It's like, it's just what's on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by far, the scene right here is my favorite. After he... Tells him, look, you're going to stay here. Don't touch anything. I'll be right back kind of thing. We see him walk down. <laughs> the gang ramp goes down. And then what do we see? Well, first you see the silhouette of Bando. Then once right. it gets all the way down, you see Tiny right and at he, his feet. Yeah, right I mean, I love that. I mean, initially when I first saw that, I did. Yeah. Laughing hysterically. Then the look up, like, <laughs> you go, we go. <laughs> yeah. So clearly, Tiny's not going to be left behind. Nope. And he even walks ahead. He's like, oh, well, here I come. keep up. You, <laughs> you can see the, well, you're just going to make me walk? Yeah. <laughs> the, although he picks up the pace a little bit. <laughs> Where's my floating egg? Mm-hmm. Right. And I love the, I mean, now we're in the, what, cafe, whatever. Yeah. And uh, the first real nod to something straight out of Rebels is the Lothcat mm-hmm. growling at. Uh, yep. And I know a lot of Rebels fans were like, oh, my God. I know. Live I was. action Lovecat. Yeah. <laughs> Better than a puffer pig. Oh, yeah. 
That was the worst thing to do that puffer pig. <laughs> there there is. he is, yeah. <laughs> How cool, Still I looks mean. weird. But yeah. everything was from baby, or sorry, Tiny's point of view, too, so that was pretty cool. And there's Cara Dune for the first time. Hello, oh, Gina. Yeah. Gina Carano. So happy at this moment when she popped on screen. We had been waiting to see when she was going to show mm-hmm. up, and there she is. And he clearly notices her right away. They, yeah, they have that whole like, we know you got, you know, you're. There's that connection, yeah. but it's the we're gonna kill each other. Connection. Yeah, like, oh, are we gonna fight? We're gonna fight, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And this is the nicest waitress in the galaxy. <laughs> Already <laughs> trying so to get questioned. Yeah. When did she get here? Yeah, wanting to know right away. <laughs> There's not much business in Sorgan. Yeah, I know. You think? <laughs> That's why he's there. Mm-hmm. And he overpays for a bone broth. But gets yeah, a free drink, though. Well, really not a free drink. Him. He throws out a lot of yeah, he paid for it. coin there. Again, and the natural she's light. Gone. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. And Immediately then I lo- he's up and out. Okay, you know, I keep on... There are moments, and we, we brought up before, that he kind of goes, okay, woman, watch child. And then I'm like, do you know, person? Okay, and you know, <laughs> to I, me, it's very, I don't know, weird, I'm, I, don't I guess, it, I don't know. I think it just happened. I don't think it was the fact that well, okay. she was a woman. M- maybe, that was just the person who was working well, there. So he was like, in, well, you seem nice. In the, in, the, in the overall arc of the show, it's happened a few times, and it just happens to be a woman when he goes home. Making that correlation. I think he's all. a good judge of character. And <laughs> like I said, <laughs> okay. she's, you know, nicest waitress. I wonder if he has a... a <laughs> A setting on his visor for that, like yeah, are nice, you good? mean, yeah. <laughs> well, we find <laughs> so, out that with a what predator did his visor. Tell him about Kara Dune. Then <laughs> <laughs> go kill her. Dangerous, yeah, yeah danger. <laughs> but speaking of visor, we're going to get this right here. That's, I thought totally, this was very cool. The predator that's vision, totally, yeah. That's all volume shots. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Footstep, and then yeah, I mean, he's basically got a heat. He has a heat tracker, and. Right here is a great fight coming up. One of my favorites uh, for hand-to-hand in the uh, entire show. Oh, tracks ended. What happened? Mm. Yeah. For somebody being really quick, he is really slow here. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. This fight scene it's a is... a great fight scene. Yeah. I mean, they didn't hold back. She didn't hold back. No, I mean... No, and then you watch her fight, right? And you're like, yep, that's Gina Carano fighting. I mean, if you watched yeah. her fight before... Um, I didn't watch a lot of her fighting. Oh, I love that scorpion. Um, and oh. then fail with the flamethrower again. We're gonna, we're gonna need to keep a flamethrower tracker on yeah, how accurate. I think we're he at is four or five that, yeah. by now, but and how accurate he is with not that, on this one. Yeah, no. Then oh. again, another what I call tiny money shot when they're <laughs> wow pistols. Face- no, thanks, Joey. <laughs> Come to the standoff and <laughs> hero shot, Joe. Hero. That's what I meant. Yeah. Want some soup? <laughs> I love that. I mean, again, when you, when you have it, the the comedic, you know, natural, yeah, natural comedy things that just evolve, and you don't really expect it. I yeah. didn't. I mean, you think about that. You look over and Tiny's right there, sipping the soup, and you're like, <laughs> start laughing. He's like, "Why'd you guys stop? Yeah. That was entertaining." Yeah. But we get a little background on her character and. Mm, really shock cool. troopers protecting delegates, suppressing riots. Not for me. What does that sound like? <laughs> mm. Mm. Sounds like a boring job. I wouldn't want it. 
<laughs> I love this. No, like, she don't want it either. They're Pretty hiding, much. and they're like, well, you know, I was out on this planet first. Like, why can't you know? It's funny how like things in space or like these Star Wars stories are like, I'm on the planet. You, you know, you got to go to another. Yeah, planet. like why not on the other side of like <laughs> yeah, yeah, the country? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna plant my flag. This town ain't big enough yeah, for yeah. the both of us. Yeah, but they go. This system, this planet isn't big enough for the both of us. And you're like, and okay. I like how he just totally accepts it. She's yeah, exactly. like, unless right. you want to go another round, I was here first, and he just looks at Tiny. I guess we're moving. Yep. <laughs> All right. Man, he doesn't. If he doesn't need to fight, why would he fight? Right. Well, in the end, we, you know, we've seen him concussed before, so I'm sure some of those blows he took from her didn't feel good. <laughs> yep. You know, I just want to point out one thing when they were when they ended up on that fight, each pointing a blaster at each other. Mm-hmm. Mando's helmet would have just taken that shot. So yeah. she really would have been the only one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I he agree. was able to just uh extend the olive branch at that point. Go, well, she didn't pull the trigger, so she can't be all that bad. Yep. Yeah. So like we'll go with the draw even though I could have killed you right now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, or and and yeah, the helmet's best card. But what about the visor? Is that laser blast proof, or what would you think? I would assume so. Yep. Just a lot. Oh yeah, they got the bulletproof glass, so might as well have laser proof. You'd think. I mean, it's got a heat vision, so it's probably probably pretty strong. Yep. Well, then, then as we go along, we have that now the whole you know proposition of the uh, the, the villager, yeah, the local person going, "Help us! We need help." We got this little sack of money. That everybody put pitched in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Krill farmers who brew spotchka. Yeah. There you go. It's, again, a tried and true trope mm-hmm. of hiring. Hiring the gunslinger, the, the, the loner, the uh, out-of-towner. And they get freaked out by the door opening because <laughs> they're so averse to technology. They don't know. Oh, my gosh. They can read. You know, them. they would they never. They would. They wouldn't get killed by a door. They'd be running from the door. And open yeah. up, they'd be like, "We're out of here." And here's the monologue: you know, a whole day to get here. Now we got to go back to where nobody could find us in the deep forest. Feel bad. Feel bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I do like how it went a different angle on. Uh, he doesn't feel bad for them, but their their location is useful to him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's yeah. go. I mean, how big could their problem possibly be, really? Because we're still yeah. at the point where you know he's the hero of the show, the mm-hmm. anti-hero, but he's still. Bounty hunter. Yep. You know, he's got a... He's going to be looking out for him, himself. Yeah. Why does it leave the Razor Crest here and then make them drag him all the way out to their village day away? Probably so it doesn't get... I mean, it's not seen, yeah. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. doesn't get tracked if it's farther away mm-hmm. from him. Ready for round two. Oh, yeah. Getting a little extra help is smart. Going back and getting Gina Carano. Yep. Or getting uh, Kara. 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 Dune. Kara. But yeah, there you I have, guess, you know, the yeah, the backstory. Not backstory, but like the plan, you know, like, all right, we'll do this real quick, then we're out. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of foreshadowing I didn't catch the first time. What? Uh, there can't be anything living in these trees that would scare a shock trooper. <laughs> <laughs> well Well. Everything you're like, oh man, how bad is it gonna be? And he, I mean again, everything that they are doing in this episode is a call out to all the westerns and and whatnot because exactly same shot she's asleep feels a carriage you know stopping she's like well where am i and i mean how many times have you yeah or we have seen that in a movie they one wa- or another they're watching gallery and you know finding out exactly you know bryce Dallas howard's mm-hmm. history with you know her story oh, yeah. in japan with her dad and mm-hmm. and everybody and it's like well this was a perfect episode for her of oh, course yeah. of course this turned out amazing yeah i mean you have one 
Um, that is going to be more for, I don't want to say story driven, but yeah, more story and um, building and is a good, and then again, having a different tone from the rest of the show. Yeah. And, you know, we'll get more with it as the episode goes, but like with carrots, like, all right, so he's building that, that friendship, you know, in the first two episodes, he's built that friendship with uh, Quill. Mm-hmm. And then when it all, when it all comes down, when he's got to rally the troops together at the end, it's kind of like, all right, finds the people he could trust. Yep. Well, I do like how they take some of this episode and get a little exposition done. So you get some background for people who don't know about any of the star Wars characters or their history, the Mandalorians mm-hmm. or anything like that, or actually really some newer. I feel like this is maybe some new lore they're building here. Cause, um, I mean, we've seen it constantly pointed out by previous Mandalorians that constantly take their helmets off. And this is this whole not taking the helmet mm-hmm. off thing is a new, new thing that's happening in mm-hmm. this show. It's yeah. the new old. I like the dialogue she has with him later asking him about it. Yeah. Right. And she's like, when's the last time you took it off? You're like, yesterday. Like, uh, yeah. when, I, when I ate. And she's, you know, she's looking at him like, he probably never does. Well, like, when did you? Yesterday. <laughs> yep. Right. Right. But, it, you know, it's all opportunity to, to, lay down some foundation that no this isn't a ridiculous thing you know the 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 helmet it's it's a code and of course he's gonna have to take it off at some point but also the background between Kara um you know and the villagers that are here too to help show that there is a certain part of him he's not just all mercenary Mm -hmm. bounty hunter yeah the human or the emotional human side, I guess, is you can put it. Yeah. The, the light side of things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, whichever way you want to put it. The the good guy side of him. Um, that he's able to... Uh, and I think a lot of the, the first season shows him putting aside himself and his own well-being for someone else. And it's clearly it has to be a new part of Mandalorian's life because as we see in uh, episode six... You know, he was definitely full on mercenary in the past with that mm-hmm. crew that he used to hang and run with. Yeah, and that is one of the great things about the relationship develop- development between him and Tiny is that you can tell that he's figuring out how to not be a mercenary. Like, okay, I've been a merc for so long. How do I not do that? And then we can see it in little things as we progress through the entire season where he is figuring out, like, okay, I can be a Merc over here and then be non-Merc over here. And right here is another good thing, kind of moving him, and he's figuring out how to do that. And all these scenes with Tiny and the kids, it's just gold. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I really want to know who the Widow is, too, because she's got, I mean, the way when we get to the training montage, Mm -hmm. uh, we got a... Devlin tells she's got some kind of skill with a firearm and it's Sabine Wren. <laughs> oh man. Wow. No, no, we're not going to go there. <sighs> not yet. Not yet. We're foreshadowing on that. Um, but again, and right here, we're going to get the, one of the big hints, hints that, yeah, he does take it off because we don't, while we don't <laughs> see his face and at an open window. Yeah. It's a good shot. Yeah. yeah. And we know right here, that he does take it off, and he takes the helmet off. We see it set down. And Next uh, is plate of food yep. so he can eat. Yep. yep. Now the scout scouting mission. We get to see some more of his uh, heat vision that he has, or heat tracking, however you want to put it, through the helmet. The FLIR. <laughs> and then uh, 
Another thing worth pointing out, too, is this is the only episode where Pedro Pascal did not suit up as the Mandalorian. So every all of the acting you're seeing is being done by Brendan Wayne. Pedro only lent voice for this episode. Why and is that? I love I this for scheduling conflict. Uh, I love this scene for being uh, the Bryce Dallas Howard directed the little Jurassic Park T-Rex footprint <laughs> in the dirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even think of <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. That's right. Huh, the whole dinosaur-ish yeah. kind of thing. Then we see the AT. The typical, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. Bad news, you can't live here anymore. <laughs> out of I love that. Line. Nice bedside manner. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. See, she's nice. Yep. She's trying to talk to them so they understand. Well, you know, Rebel, Shock Trooper, you would think, you know. Maybe a little bit more compassionate, you would hope. And she's like, you did not tell us about that. You knew it was there. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot what, to mention the what giant up with walker. That? What up with that? Yeah. But even her, she's like, maybe it is a good idea to move along. Move along. Move it's along. It's a big planet. Yeah. It's big. <laughs> There's lots of place, space to live here. But the typical storyline villagers that do not want to move for... We were here first. That is the key law of every planet. Remember that. We were here first. <laughs> or we have sweat more and bled yep. more for this land than anybody else. I put else. a flag right here. Are you kidding? Mine. Yeah. <laughs> Rule one of conquering. And he's... And right now, the way he's... Again, the, the faceless... You, you could read his eyes so much. And he's like, all right, this girl's strong. Maybe we do have a chance to mm -hmm. at least fight. <laughs> like in his mind, he's like, okay, processing, processing. Okay, what, what can we do? Well, the the big thing, too, is when it, they are willing to get into the fight, mm -hmm. then it does change the equation. Mm -hmm. but it's one, thing, it's one mm -hmm. thing to inscript people into fighting. It's one thing when people are yep. fighting for their home turf. Yeah, very, very true. And when they and it's not like they were told, you know, maybe if you fight, they weren't told that mm -hmm. they came up with that idea themselves. Yep. They decided yep. they want to do it. They yep. all joined in. And that is a much different looking kind of fight and and just Yep. fighters warriors yeah you know, yep. for their own home yeah and that i mean that is humanity right there we as a species, species. do that yeah because as well as those villages we find out a lot of them have been there you know since for generations mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. yep and that's why they don't want to move so yeah but yeah and that, so the fact that they're willing to actually fight themselves not just have somebody else do the fighting for them but do it themselves i think that's what makes mando go okay we okay. have a chance to do something here because they are actually willing to do the fight themselves. Nobody's having to talk them into it. They're not being paid to do it. It's for, they chose to do it. They're doing it themselves. And that's what makes them mm -hmm. say, let's, yeah, we can do this. Yep. And so, then, and then we're getting it's a, it's building a, up. It's a little slice of Mandalorian having all these people that want to die in battle. Like that's mm -hmm. kind of, that's the way. Mm -hmm. the, right. The brave death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The honorable. The beginning of the training montage. Uh, starting up. Yep. Every Star Wars show needs a mountain <laughs> with farmers. Dude, the part that just killed me the first time watching this was watching them do the spear training because, mm -hmm. good Lord, <laughs> if not every movie yeah, that right. has some kind of thing like this has got some spear training, and it's always like, he, ha, who, ha, yeah. ha. Beep, oh, stop, boop, ha. Yeah, right oh. here, right here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 oh wow! Thank you, Chad. <laughs> uh, but right, stay, stay tuned for our separate episode to get that. Why that's so funny? Uh, 
But right there, right before we get into the, into the battle, right here, we're going to talk about with the uh, it's upside with, down with backwards. the uh, backwards yeah, with the staffs. We have that moment where we see the widow, widow, just you know, raise her hand. Shots. Well, and then raising her hand, going, "I know how to use one," and you're like, "Who are you?" Yeah. Then when they're all missing Sabine the pots Ren. and pans, she's just brr, 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 brr. Sabine Wren. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. No. What should I actually? She'd have busted out her armor. If oh, I know. Case. Come on. And that place would be a lot more colorful than just blue. Yeah, exactly. Right? There would like, be explosions mm-hmm. around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just do that. Drilling it. Bink, bink, bink. I love it. He's like looking at her like, okay, who are you? He's like, yeah. Now I agree with Derek, though. This is like, let's get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this, is, this isn't a Disney. Real, Some Star Wars orcs. <laughs> this isn't a uh, Disney podcast, my bad. I mean, technically it is because it's Star Wars is <laughs> now. Yeah. Oh my the god. Mo- Again, the color, the lighting, how natural everything yeah. looks. Well, thank it's, you, volume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're now look uh, at that right there. You uh, have that moment where he's in the doorway talking to the widow. Kara comes walking up and you're like, dude, that is all behind her. You know that's volume. Mm-hmm. And then when you we now know that is volume, I mean, how much more did your head go, Man, how good is that? Yeah. Which there it is. Yeah, right there. Yeah. I mean, classic shot, right? You have your hero, the person he's talking to, and then one person coming right in between. I mean, it is a great shot, but then when you recognize the background is volume yeah. and, and not there for real, man, how good is that? And another movie? thing about the volume that just got announced a few days ago is uh, Thor, uh, the new Thor movie, mm-hmm. uh, Love and Thunder, is going to be the first movie using the, good. Th- the, the, volume? the volume. Good. And who's directing that? Taika Waititi. How there you they go. started doing that? I thought, man. Everything got pushed back. Wow. All right. Anyway, Thank you, but that's anyway. neither here or there. Yeah. Well, right. There's a volume so, story. Yeah. There is, but the, the one thing for me now that I know about the volume, this is the first shot that I look at and go, that could almost be a matte painting too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's so static. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it with uh, uh, what helps the volume camouflage the fact that it's there is when you have moving things mm-hmm. happening. You know, and that's what, it, because it is programmed to turn mm-hmm. all the background so you see it in a three-dimensional, because this is a static thing, this could have been a matte painting. Yep. I mean, obviously it was done in the, in the volume because that's what they were doing. But this is the only, this this scene makes me go, oh, yeah, that was definitely the volume. Yep. Because you don't have that, that moving yep. uh, magical effect there. Yep. And now that. we're ready. Everybody ready? Let them fight. <laughs> and now the bait bait mission. Yep. See, and this stuff was definitely filled in in the volume. Oh yeah. You know they showed pictures of it in the BTS when they were mm-hmm. when they were filming. It was definitely in. The, they put the trees up and stuff for them. Clatoonians. That's yeah, that's space orcs. Clatoonians. Speaking alien language. <laughs> Drinking alien beer. Getting drunk. Drinking spotchka. When do we get that at Oga's? Oh, I know, right? You want some spotchka? Yeah. <laughs> Be better than a fuzzy tauntaun. Are you kidding? <laughs> I didn't care for the peach much. It was good. Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> we digress. Liquid bubbling. We're in the brewery now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What were you saying, Derek? <laughs> I, so I like how they set up the scene with how the raiders are wasting their time or spending their time when they're not raiding. They're brewing up the, the stuff. Yeah. And. 
drinking it and having a good old time around the campfire. So mm-hmm. here comes Mando. Like if you look at it from the bad guy's point of view, like, man, these two are coming in to ruin the party. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of party poopers. Yeah. I just want to get drunk, man. I'm just, having a good time by the fire. Just hang with on. my bros. So, I'm having a couple of brews. What are you doing, man? I ain't but, bad. I ain't bad. So it probably helps. Uh, that whole situation is what helps them sneak into their uh, little encampment and set up all the explosions and stuff. To Why are you drinking the haterade? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to blow up my brew, man? What's wrong with you? But yeah. Definitely. That is alcohol abuse. Yep. <laughs> Ultimate party, though. <laughs> but, yeah. And the fight's on. Yep. Yeah. No no blasters. We're going we're gonna to fist a cuff it. We're going to be pugilist right now. They really did a great job with all the fighting coordination yep. for this entire season yep. series. So When you look at every fight, yeah, you can tell the job that was done by everybody involved is amazing. I mean, you get... You know the a pioneer in female mixed martial arts. You yeah, come get on. her to grapple, not shoot. Yeah, and and then well, she does shoot plenty. Well, yeah, but. but again, what what I think <laughs> is is brilliant it's... is they use her natural skill, oh. and they put it into the character. I mean, let her go. I mean, she can do it. Let her go. Well, that is a great part of anything that she has done. Any of the movies that yeah. when she gets yep. into the the action hero thing, yeah. I mean, she's she knows how to do it. And the great thing I like about it too is that it's not just all. I'm such a great hand-to-hand fighter. They can't even hit me. It's all, yeah, no, they get hit. Yeah. And they still get up and they take that punch and then go on and continue fighting. Mm-hmm. So there adds a level of realism that since everybody has watched so much oh. mixed martial arts and all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I hope that we know, we know nobody gets into a fight without getting yeah. hit back. Yeah, the whole, the whole quote from Mike Tyson, you have a good plan until you get punched in the face and then everything can change, yeah. yeah. So everything explodes. They go jumping out of the tent. And we see Chad was trying to make the sounds for when we saw the red eyes there a second ago, but we were busy yapping instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here comes the walker with the red eyes. And it's not the chicken Just walker. Just illuminated over the canopy. Mm-hmm. And I've been having this discussion or argument or whatever you want to call it with my son about a chicken walker and an ATST. <laughs> Because we've been watching Rebels, and I'm calling them chicken walkers because that's what they are in Rebels. They're yep. chicken walkers. He's like, no, that's an ATST. No, dude, They're it's like, not. Boy, <laughs> yeah, it's not ATST. They sit side by side, you know. So, yep. You know, unfortunately, he's not here with us right now, so I could point it out to him yet yep. again. Dad is right. Mm-hmm. That's the ATST. The other thing's the chicken walker. Yep. Was this a Sith chicken walker with the red eyes? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and what off world? What do you do with the Jawa? They're, they're off-world Jawas. There you oh, go. The, the off-world ATATS. <laughs> That's bad. Yep. But if you look at it, it's really with the red eyes. It's really uh, old school comic book art from like mm-hmm. the early seventies oh, yeah. Marvel. Very, very demonic and and imposing and evil. You know how how do you how do you imbibe evil in you know without especially in the dark? Yeah. Red eyes, man. Work every seen, time. We've only seen them in daytime and mm-hmm. in the snow. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I love the um, the storyboard artwork of the red eyes that we'll get to see when it gets to the end of the episode. Yep. Yeah, because the the art is like everything. I mean, that you could tell they had the plan because everything that you see on the concept art is what we see on the screen. What we see in the previews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's this dark time, so the 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 concept art was dark, and with the red eyes, it really, really, yeah. 
So we have uh, Mando and Cara Dune come rolling back into the village, and everyone's clearly sitting there waiting uh, for the ambush that they've set up for them to come on in and take care of their problems themselves. So they much anticipate. They're sitting there very anxiously waiting for the the walker to come up. And here it comes. It seems like it's clanking a little harder than than usual too like it's not very well maintained so just a few more steps to try and get it to uh step into like a little moat that they dug for it but it stops one step short and just sets up shop <laughs> mm-hmm. and even looks around like is something there and <laughs> I, I what movie how many oh predator come on i'm over here do like it. you have that do it yeah. come get me I'm right here yeah. i'm right here you yeah. gotta have that final bit of bait to to get the spring the trap yeah and i love the flashlight because they can't see with a life <laughs> Star- mm-hmm. staring them right in the eyes then oh man i love that because i mean how easy could it them they just sworn but you got the widow that's mm-hmm. like hold up hold yeah, up yeah, here. Yeah. again a little hint at like who are you exactly and it would be great if we found out more in uh, season two, I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. Dang it, Chad! And I can't stop thinking of Sabine Wren. No, know it's not her. But it's just like I've... it's, it's her and Ezra's child. <laughs> Hot take. There you go. First predict. One of the first predictions for season two going up. No, oh my gosh. I'm gonna go with a. Uh, uh, we can make our, our prediction right now. I'm gonna go with an. <laughs> Can we just stick to the show, please? <laughs> All right. I told you. <laughs> Give me the pulse rifle, says Cara Doom. And look how quick he is to do that. I mean, that's right. trust. Yep. I do like how they're showing how everyone's pitching in and, and fighting. Yeah, and they're fighting. What they're supposed to do. Now, that was the classic shot that I would, that everybody loves to have up right now is of Cara Dune running up with the rifle in, mm-hmm. her, in her hand with being highlighted with the spotlight. I mean, yeah. I've seen that particular sh- uh, shot. What a great shot. Yeah. So much, and it's been it's been replicated by people who are doing artwork and stuff like that out there too, which is super cool. Yeah, and a tribute again to uh, Bryce Dallas Howard for her directing and 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 everything in the episode is just great. I mean, this that visual is great right there. Yeah, creating, right into the water, mm-hmm. yeah, creating some awesome moments. That I mean, they they go by so quick too. You don't even really realize it no. until like the fourth time watching through, oh, like so- just how amazing these shots are and you know just the the imagery that is presented there and it's just bam 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 real real fast yeah after such a you know slow paced character building show or episode now we got you know full action here and then the action is a full in the dark i mean they gave her like they said they gave her the hardest you're the new director you get this episode yeah that's gonna be the hardest one to do yeah because they had the most natural light that's what i remember now because they still use the volume but they used a lot of natural outdoor light well, the other thing too is I, I hear I think about um, what was it Lucas's directions always faster, more intense, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's yeah the the one critique or one thing that a lot of actors faster, more intense. Okay, great, great directing. <laughs> yep, and I know I've said this before, but it still makes me think that this this is the right. Man- Mando's the cheerleader episode. Yep, <laughs> yep. And here, another great shot of her in the water, you know, more than waist deep, bringing the rifle up in the spotlight. Again, what a great, great shot. And, you know, she's right there. Then the farmer's rally. Yep. You know, she is the rally point now. Like, we need to support her because, you know, she's the one in, in the thick of it. 
I love that shot. Again, looking for her with the uh, spotlight. Well, and the other thing, too, for her to, to do that, I mean, I think this shows the character of Cara Dune because she was very, very... She wasn't... A, she was very open about how afraid of this thing was, or mm -hmm. I don't know if afraid is the right word, or wary, or didn't want to have nothing to do with it. Well, well she saw... Respectful of its destructive ability. Yeah, because you saw right. the troopers take down so many of her troops as you know they're right and that's what that's what she was saying it but still to have the courage to grab that mm -hmm. and jump in front of it and be the center of attention when she knows that it had the destructive power that it has yep for a village that she could just as easily have walked away from yep. and have nothing to do with it great freeze know. frame by the way too well thank you um it speaks to to the type of character that Cara Dune is that they're trying to set up here. And if you, I don't know if people have bothered to sit down and think about what that is to do something like that, because I wouldn't ever want to get in front of a cannon that's firing at me, mm -mm. you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to do that, but she's doing that to try and save people. Mm -hmm. And that speaks a lot to the type of character that this, that, that she is in this uh, show. So, I mean, Mando's not doing it, <laughs> and he's got Beskar on. Yeah. <laughs> so more fighting. All the choreography that's happening with all the fight, fights all around is pretty cool. You even have the two dummies get have their little moment there of fighting the space works. And then we have the build-up coming. Yep. Boom. Ooh, Ooh. Right in the that, face. That was just like that uh, Saving Private Ryan show on the snipers looking. Oh, yeah. And once he sees the mm -hmm. American sniper, boom, right through the. Yep. <laughs> right through the lens. Yep. Yep. Down goes the ATST. Yep. Down goes the ATST. And here comes Mando with a double tap now. <laughs> yep. Then, yep, he runs up. Just to make sure, put that thing out of action Boom. for good. Yep. And now they have been routed. Yeah, because they needs, do not got the numbers now. Yep. Who needs Ewoks to take out an ATST? Yep. Not them. Nope. They don't. We need one Shock Trooper and one Mandalorian. We're good. And Krill Farmers. And Krill Farmer. And Sabine. <laughs> <laughs> And a moat. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much the only thing we learned is if you want to take down a walker, you need to use the environment. Too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. That yep. is the tale of uh, any Star Wars film, yeah, mm -hmm. or show. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yep. Technological advances can be beaten with twigs and sticks. Yep. <laughs> and rocks. And being smarter. Being smarter than the problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So what do you, I know we've talked about it before, but what do you guys think the time jump is now? Or is, is it? Yes, it was a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, and he finally frog too. <laughs> Kids do not like to eat another frog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because uh, frog's legs are moving. He's like, oh, okay, they don't like. Oh, it. we don't do that. Okay, <laughs> blap. <laughs> it's like, but I'm hungry. No, okay, there it goes. Typical cowboy stand. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The episode's closing up. They're just doing their well. Yeah, you have peace in the village. Yeah, now yeah they're doing their like you know build up to what what he's going to have to give up here in a bit. <laughs> here comes Caro basically with the uh, the question we've all well, been wanting to ask. Well, the, what happens if you take the helmet off? Yeah, she's worth it. You know, kind of playing wingman here. Yeah, you know? like hey, <laughs> the widow. Do they come kill you? No, you just can't ever put it on again. That's and it. She's like, that's it. <laughs> Why don't you just take it off? Yeah. <laughs> You can settle down with that beautiful widow. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and your kid, as she puts it, you know, tiny. And, uh, and I love it because she gives that kind of... Spotchka. Yeah, and then you have that kind of like, okay, like that kind of weird smirky, like you're dumb, but okay. That, you know... I get it. I like to 
fight do. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah com- really good. Their conversation here. I, again, it's as the show's been doing all along, they give you so much information so quickly just mm-hmm. as a, yeah, we're just talking, but you sit and think about it. You get, there's a lot of things you can um, glean from yeah. the, mm-hmm. their Cause, conversation. Because he's basically telling her, I mean, he's got feelings for the child, and yeah. the longer he's with him, the more danger he's going to be in. And then, yeah, the and right now he's, I'm going to leave him here. Saying he's willing to leave him here because here he is safe. He doesn't have to worry about it. And he is thinking about the child going, my life is no life for that child. Yeah. Which is a weird decision because he literally just said, we made too much noise. People are going to come looking and then I'm going to leave the thing here. (laughs) (laughs) I think he thinks if he got out, they would have followed him out. Yeah. Yeah, because if they know he's got the child, then they're going to follow him. But then we get the tracking fob in the forest. Mm -hmm. And then we know, ooh, uh uh-oh. Problems, problems, problems. Yeah. Nine, nine problems and so, a tracking fob is one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That so was bad, I know. And, and oh, I did that wow. full wow. well. I know that full well. I ran right into that wall. We are and I don't so care. sorry that happened. I ran right into that wall. I don't care. I feel like Joey's not going to edit that out. <laughs> He's not. I don't so expect him to. So here we have uh, Sabine Wren telling him she wants <laughs> to stay. I'm sorry, Hot Widow. We the want old, you to stay. The yeah. widow. Did she, the widow. Did they ever give her a name in here? No. Yeah. The, the no. widow. They, did they give her a name? She's, somebody's it, said it. Yeah. It looked like <laughs> on. We're watching with the subtitles. It, it looked like Sabine, but not. It was with a C. Yeah. Like K Ben or something. But we're now getting I, that. Now I got to look. Well, we're getting that uh, typical Western. Oh, she's this is no place it. for me. She's oh. gonna take the helmet off. It's coming up. He's letting her do it. Oh, and then we see the other bounty hunter with a rifle. Now, the question was, you know, I like how they set it up. Like, is he there to take out Mando? Is that what's going to happen? Or is he going to try and take him out first so he can get the child? Or is the bounty yeah. on Mando and not nothing to do with the child? So. I think they both got bounties, but the big money is the child. That's the big But problem. also, he knows if he can shoot yeah. the Mando in the back of the head, it's a cakewalk to get the yeah. child. All right. <laughs> Not all bounty hunters are smart. He stops. And we find out next episode. Taking the helmet off. <laughs> and the scope changes to the child. I did find the name for the character, by the way. The character is Omera. Ah. Gun blast. Pew. What happened? They shot Tiny. What the heck? Kids screaming. And oh. there's Kara. Saving the day. Bade Ace, as usual. Smoking ruin of a bounty hunter. Yep. You know, th- at this point, you're like, okay, how much more can we love Kara Dune? And then, yeah, we, we're going to keep on adding to it where you love her that much more. Yeah, because I think after this episode, obviously started the rumors like, oh, they're, you know, spinoffs and stuff, mm-hmm, which I would mm-hmm. love. Then we find out even more at the last, you know, two episodes with Moff Gideon, like right. more of her background. Like, oh, yeah. my God, I want that. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Like where I want that story. But yeah. And then now he realizes, nope, got to go. Well, they know he's on that planet. Yeah. So and just like the last planet, he just picked them up from, <laughs> you know, with Quill. They're going to keep coming. Yeah. And kind of, we've mentioned the Predator Vision and a couple stuff, but we get the uh, Arnold and Clay Matthews, Clay Matthews, Carl Weathers, little handshake yep. there, flexing. Yep. Yep. 
I love that. And the little girl's going to miss Tiny. Aww. Aww. Sad kids. Really, and he coos again. He's a cooer. He's a cooer. And the girl character name is Winta. There we go. Oh, yeah. No, we knew that. That was on the show. She calls for Winta. Okay. Bring Several it up. Several times. Thank you for just covering <laughs> hey, that base. Making sure. Appreciate it. Well, and when she arrives, she's like, Winter's coming. Oh, mm. sorry, wrong show. <laughs> wrong show. Wah, wah. See, wah. look, which one was worse, mine or his? Okay. They're both. both. Yeah, they're both bad. Neither will get edited. That's yeah, they're, and they're fine. <laughs> well, Chad got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. crowd, if you didn't know, the person who you've never seen got a, got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I'm just jealous because I got no hair. That's why I changed my beard so much. And the, then we have the, the hero send off. off. Yeah. All waving. Happy village. Unlike the Magnificent tiny. Seven, none of the good guys died. Yeah, right? Did even did they did any of the villagers even die? Did they show any villagers no. dying at all? I think there's a few, but it's so they didn't really background. acknowledge them. Yep. Amazing. And now we have again. the storyboard. Credit roll. Finally, this book <laughs> released September 29th, available on Amazon. What? Man, man, the Art of the Mandalorian. Sweet. I want that too. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, the man. Gina Carano, the woman. Mm-hmm. Great job by then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, we, we, we had such anticipation to see her character. And after three episodes, like, when are we going to see her? When mm-hmm, are we going to see mm-hmm. her? And we got her. Mm-hmm. And Didn't like for fans of the show, it was very yeah, rewarding. Exactly. Yeah, it was a good it was payoff. definitely worth it. I mean, you got. I, I kind of got to that point. Like, man, I hope. I don't think it's going to be bad. But what if it is? And then you know, delivered at a billion points. I'm like, okay, thank God. I mean, how great of a character is Cara Dune? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So yeah, that was definitely not as exciting as the the sin episode, but on its own, still a, an amazing episode. Great action, great fight scenes, you know, good, good fun stuff that we've all enjoyed. And now can't wait for more to come October 30th. Yeah. October 30th. Yep. yep. We're going to be happy like a bunch of school children. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm going to, how I'm going to be that day running around going, oh my gosh. I'm finally. taking the day off. I may have to. What day is that? It's a Friday. Oh, yeah, I'll be off. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be watching it Thursday midnight. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Same, I'll roll same. over. I'll roll out of my bed and be like, and on. Yep. All right. So anything new that you guys noticed on this uh, time around now that we all had our points of view while we were watching it? Uh, for me, nothing that we haven't mentioned already as we were talking, but just still knowing how awesome the volume is, how natural yeah. everything still looks, especially in an episode that has such like a lush background and area. And adds to it so yep. so seamlessly and beautifully and just the yeah you still can't tell at all yep. yep and for me I got a, a better or more even more of appreciation for uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and her directing and then it kind of um, reinforced how much I like Cara Dune and Gina Carano in general um, and yeah watching it again now um, you know j- just re re uh, what reinforced? Yeah, reinforced all of that for me. I think for you, Chad, just the stuff I mentioned while we were watching. Okay. 
Yeah, I I didn't realize how many great just images were in the show because it, it goes by so fast when you're mm-hmm. caught up with it and when you when you actually take the time to like pause and look and you know, oh hey what's that and of course the tiny the puppeteering the tiny I mean they yeah, really amazing. you could tell by the time they got to this episode they're like all right we could do so much more than him and just the egg, the floating egg they mm-hmm. you know they have him walking around they have him mm-hmm. interacting with kids and you know finding out from gallery. Big props to the kids for not letting the beans spill on Tiny because oh. the whole time De- Bryce was like, all right, what do we what, what do we don't say about baby? Anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. do we tell about baby? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, man, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I follow and, you know, I'll, I'll do some clickbait stuff. and But, you know, before the show came out, there was nothing, no mm-hmm. even slightly hint mm-hmm. of him at all, which yeah. is... Crazy for a Star Wars show because we always get the little. I mean, and we have that again. I'm right sure now. the parents went to those kids and were like, "You want to end your acting career before it started? Say <laughs> yeah. a word." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you'll and never work in this town again. Exactly. But going off what Joe said, we're getting that again with uh, season two. Mm-hmm. We're getting lots of silence. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's awesome. I yep. love that. That's amazing. Well, I I have enjoyed watching this with you guys. It's fun to watch this with people who love this as much yep, as I do. Yep. Um, and I, like I just I was saying, watching these images rolled through um, to stop and appreciate them, just from an artistic point of view, is super satisfying to watch and actually be able to sit down and appreciate the kind of work that everybody puts into this. Um, it's not to be. Um, dismissed the amount of love and care that goes into everything that they're doing for this show. Mm-hmm. I have a deep appreciation for it. So hopefully more people will see it. And, and I mean, it's pretty big, but I still even run into people that haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, but I hope that when they, when others do get around to watching it, they can see this for what it is and the type of, um, what's it? What's the word I'm looking for here? The care. That gets put mm-hmm. into this. The, the TLC. The, the straight love for it all that gets put into this. Yeah. Anyway, very much enjoyed watching it. And next episode, probably. Derek's one, favorite. <laughs> My name the, is Toro. Toro Calica. <laughs> My least favorite character, but still a very fun episode. There's lots yep. of cool stuff that happens in it. Yep. Next episode, Deep chapter cut five. episode number one, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chapter five, the gunslinger coming up mm-hmm. next week. Um, we're going to get these all done before October 13th. Yep. But before our next episode, well, we're going to have a bonus coming up next. Uh, way you guys can uh, right after this. Listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> listen to that when you have time. But anyway, so this was Chapter Four: Sanctuary. The introduction of a great character, Caribbean. Can't wait to see more of her, and the relationship that gets gets built up between all three of them. Yep. As we know, grief, grief is going to be back too. Yep. So, spoiler alert. Yep. If you haven't seen it yet. Anyway, so until next time, this is Clan of Four saying this is the way. This, this is, is the way. way.